Procrastination is usually seen as a bad habit that many wish they could break, and it can become a vicious cycle. Trying to achieve something and failing to act on your intentions can be frustrating and depressing, and this can then lead to even more procrastination. But not every type of delay is procrastination. So before working on ways to reduce yours, it's useful to understand the distinction and recognize times when you're delaying a task, but not actually procrastinating. Hello, hello, friends and lovely subscribers. I am your host, Linda Lopek, also known around the world as Smart Start Coach. Welcome to Smart Start's mini podcast, where I share binge-worthy business advice in seven minutes or less to help you dramatically improve your business results as you pursue independence through entrepreneurship. This is Business Genius, episode 414, Is It Delay or Procrastination? You're listening to Business Genius with host and Smart Start founder, Linda Lopek. Procrastination is a form of delay. For instance, you might need to delay some activities due to sudden changes in your situation or because you simply can't get everything done at the same time. So you might delay an activity to suit your schedule better. Although these instances involve putting something off, they are not procrastination. Another important distinction to make is between strategic delay and procrastination. The two are often confused. Strategic delay entails deliberately putting off a task as a way to generate time pressure as a source of motivation to get something done. Many defend this strategy saying it works for them, and some even claim it's the only way they can get things done. By putting pressure on themselves, they feel stimulated to work harder, but it is a risky strategy because you might run out of time. It also consumes a lot of energy and can lead to a dip after a deadline is met in which you feel exhausted afterwards. What's more, there isn't much evidence to suggest it works compared to following a plan that is more balanced over time. Procrastination is more irrational than strategic delay because you know delaying a task will have bad consequences, but you do so anyway. For instance, let's say you intend to file your taxes and you know it's in your best interest to do so, but instead you watch an episode of Netflix telling yourself you'll start the taxes after it's finished. But then one episode leads to two, then three, then four, then you're so tired you need to go to bed and the taxes don't get done. This type of delay, avoidance behavior, is procrastination. By avoiding the emotional discomfort of engaging in the behavior, procrastination provides a temporary relief or escape. The taxes might go undone, but at least the confrontation with the negative emotion you attached to doing your taxes is avoided. It can be seen as a conflict between what you want to do now versus what you should be doing for your future self. And in short, it's a self-regulation problem. Many believe procrastination is triggered by fear of failure, but it is not just fear that leads to procrastination. Anything negative can trigger it. Boredom, resentment, 
difficulty discussed, and, and almost everyone has experienced needing to do something that they would rather avoid. Unfortunately, avoiding a task does not make it go away. You feel better for a while, but it nags at you in the back of your mind and can lead to many negative emotions, such as feeling guilty, ashamed, nervous, or depressed. These often get worse over time, and at some point, the barriers to completing the task might seem unsurmountable, for example, after a deadline has passed. So what can you do to procrastinate less? Committing to managing your time better so you spend it more productively is a start. Increasing your sense of control calms your emotional state, making it less likely you'll feel the need to procrastinate. Next, you have to identify what you're avoiding. The activities that prompt procrastination differ for everyone. Telling bad news might be hard for everybody, but for some, it is also having to buy a present or having to call a friend. There are many things that can create emotional discomfort, such as the fear of letting someone down, the thought that an activity might be so hard or all-consuming that it leaves no freedom for any fun, or it could even be resentment that you're having to complete a task that was someone else's obligation. Just find out what triggers avoidance for you so you can confront it directly. To beat procrastination, you need to go against your feelings. In making a small dent in the avoided activity, many people realize their avoidance was driven by an exaggeration of how bad it would really be. Then, when they get going on it, they find out it wasn't as bad as they'd built up in their mind. Just getting started is a step in the right direction, and it helps you build confidence for taking a next step. So, be happy when you avoid avoidance, and celebrate getting started. Don't forget to be compassionate to yourself. Instead of hating yourself for not doing something, also consider what you've done well so far or what can be done better next time without judging yourself too harshly. Then you can work on improving your mood while you're doing this thing that you dislike or fear. When full concentration isn't needed, but a boring or unpleasant task needs to be done, you might come up with ways to make it more fun. For example, I often listen to music and dance around while cleaning the house. Do not think you're the only one who procrastinates. You're in good company. We all do it from time to time. Now, what if you've tried all these things but are still struggling? You may be trying to force yourself to do something that actually isn't necessary or worth it. Or, possibly, you're not capable of completing the task, so be realistic. You might have more choice than you realize. Sometimes people strive to be perfect in the eyes of others. Who are you doing this dreaded task for? Are there other tasks that are better suited for you? Giving up something can be an option and a relief. Just be conscious of the reasons for your decisions. If you not only procrastinate, but also avoid many other things in life, it's possible the causes of your procrastination might be deeply rooted. In this case, it might be wise to seek professional help to change your thoughts, 
feelings and behaviors and shape them into new routines with the help of a coach or even a therapist. To recap, procrastination involves delay, but not all forms of delay are procrastination. In particular, strategic delay, deliberately creating time pressure as a motivational tool, is often confused for procrastination, but isn't. Procrastination is when you have decided it is in your best interest to complete a task now, yet you keep putting it off because of the emotional discomfort caused by the task. Time management techniques can help engender feelings of control and so help prevent the emotional discomfort that causes procrastination. To really beat procrastination, you will need to identify what you're avoiding and confront the emotional discomfort. Often it helps to take a small first step and discover the discomfort is not as serious as you feared. Once you get started, it can be helpful to manage your emotional discomfort by making a task more pleasurable, reminding yourself of its ultimate purpose, and making it feel less arduous. If you really can't get started, it's worth reflecting on whether you really need to do this task. Sometimes giving up is an option and it can be a relief. It's important to consider the possibility that your avoidance is more deeply rooted and if so, whether you might benefit from more specialized help. Until next time, this is Smart Start Coach Linda Lopek here to help you grow your business genius and love your work, whatever it may be. Join us. I'd love to help you build your dream. Find more ways to unleash your business genius at smartstartcoach.com.